Good evening everyone and welcome to another Thursday evening teaching and welcome to the Refinery Life Church. We're glad you're here joining us again. You know, it's important that we, we don't just meet on a Sunday, but we actually teach and preach and talk about the Word of God and, and see people risen up throughout the week as well. So that's why we're so happy that you're here. But you know, if you look for a new church home and you live on the Gold Coast, why don't you come and join us on a Sunday? We meet at 23 T. Peters Drive at Broadbeach at 9 o'clock and, sorry, 9.30 and then 3 p.m. And we'd love to see you. We're a friendly church. We preach the word of God. We see miracles. We see healings. We hear testimonies every week of how God has moved through someone. And we're a church that is run by pastors and we're raising up giants for Jesus. It's not a daycare, as many Sunday schools are these days. It's actually a children's church. So come and join us if you're looking for a new home. And right now, join me in the Lord's Prayer. We pray the Lord's Prayer every time we meet because when the disciples said to Jesus, teach us how to pray, this was his response. It's not a long-winded wish list. This was his response. He said, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours, and the glory forever. Amen. If you start praying that morning and night, and believing and declaring that this is the day the Lord has made, I will rejoice and be glad in it. Watch how God moves throughout your life. Watch those promises that he's made start happening in your life. This week, we're going to start a new series, the book of Colossians. It's a devotional study of the Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, and it has the potential for bringing great blessings into the lives of those who participate. So let me encourage you, share this with someone, invite them to come along. This series of teachings could change their lives. And these messages from Colossians are going to take us through to the end of the year every Thursday evening. And today we're talking about the foundation for life. Because what better place to start than at the foundation? The text we're concentrating on is Colossians 1, 2 through to 5. If you've got your Bible, open it up. Let's read it together. There's no point doing a Bible study if you don't have your Bible with you. So open it up. We'll read them together. I'm reading from the New King James Version, but you can read from whichever version you like. It says, To the saints and the faithful brethren in Christ who are in Coloss, grace to you and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I love how these letters are all started. Then it talks about their faith in Christ from verse 3 on. We give thanks to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Since we heard of your faith in Jesus Christ and of your love for all the saints, because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, of which you heard before the word of the truth of the gospel. What a way to start a Bible study. And then we keep going on, so we're actually going to add some verses to that. We're going to look at Colossians 1, 1 through to 8. And we're going to read those verses again because I really want these to sink in for you. 
This is how we operate within the church. When we're praying for someone, we give thanks for them. Let's read it together. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother. To the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are in Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Since we heard of your faith in, Jesus, in Christ Jesus and of your love for all the saints, because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, of which you heard before the word of the truth of the gospel, which has come to you, as it has also in all the world, and is bringing forth fruit. That's important. As it is also among you since the day you heard and knew the grace of God in truth. As you also learned from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf, who also declared to us your love in the Spirit. What a way to start a Bible study. Let's pray for offering before we go any further, before we really get stuck into this. We'd love to pray for offering. We want to make sure it's blessed. We want to make sure it gets to where it needs to go. Father, as long as we live on this earth, help us to seek you daily and walk in a loving fellowship with you continually, not just when it suits us. We pray, Lord, we will not be found lacking. We won't be found hiding. We won't be found not ready at Jesus' return. Lord, may we be waiting and at the same time working and longing for his return and going about the daily tasks of your kingdom. Lord, as we bring our gifts into the storehouse today, we do it happily and joyously because giving is more than an obligation, Lord. We give because we love and it's a privilege on our part to invest ourselves in your kingdom. Use these gifts to your glory, Lord, and use us as living sacrifices likewise to bring honour to your name. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray this evening. Amen. Amen. The world is going through a tough time. I think we can all agree on that. Many people are questioning the very foundation of life. And the letter to the Colossians and the Colossian church was written in a time of turmoil. The whole first century world was facing the turmoil of faith and the facts of life under a Roman domination. The church was also in turmoil. Teachers had infiltrated the Colossian church with doctrines that threatened the understanding of the original gospel messages. Let me assure you, most churches, not some, most churches are facing that very thing right now. The original gospel message has been so washed down, so watered down, that it doesn't look like it used to for many churches. Specifically, the church was threatened by the teaching known as Gnosticism. This was a philosophy that was based on the knowledge of the knowing ones who taught a dualism between flesh and spirit. Stay with me here because we're seeing this within Christianity today. They believed in a series of emanations between God and humankind of which Jesus Christ was just one. Have you heard this message before? Have you heard it? Preached?
from tele-evangelists perhaps. They recognised that Jesus died on the cross, but they also taught that his death alone was not sufficient for salvation. I'm talking to you, Catholic Church. They taught that Jesus was not the supreme revelation of God. Thus, in his letter to the Colossians, Paul argued for both the supremacy and the sufficiency of Jesus Christ. I will argue that same fact today. As we look at the foundation for life, we can recognize three irreducible elements of the Christian life. Faith, hope, and love. These are the foundations for life. And Paul enumerated these in his opening remarks to the Colossian Christians. Let's look at them. Faith is the foundation for life. Faith centers in Christ. The Christian life is centered in Christ and it is sustained by Christ. Not Mary, nothing else, Christ. It is the means of putting the strength of the past into the present. But faith includes action. Faith is not passive, it is active. It always involves acting in faith. Not lounging around in faith, acting in faith. Faith does not involve just sitting around and waiting for something to happen. I need to say that again because there's so many lazy Christians out there. Faith does not involve just sitting around and waiting for something to happen. It's not a spectator sport. You've got to get into the game. Second thing is love is a foundation for life. Love finds its source in God who loved us. Love is manifested towards other Christians. Third thing is hope is a foundation for life. Hope comes through the gospel. It saddens me how many people don't read their Bibles and they don't have hope and they're not fruitful. Start reading it. Hope comes through the gospel. It is through the gospel of Jesus Christ that we are introduced to a hope that sustains throughout life. Hope points us toward a future with God. Hope rests on the mercies of God. The Lord is my shepherd. And the Lord is your shepherd too. We must remember that. It's a shorter message today. Our Thursday nights generally are because we know that as the week goes on, we get a little bit tighter. And because I really want you to be getting involved, I want you to go back and read some of this. He is our hope. And he will protect us when we're committed to him. As we finish this evening, faith, hope and love stand firmly entrenched in our minds and in our experience as the foundation of life. Knowing Christ as Saviour, <laughs> we can depend on these as a sure foundation on which to build life even if the lights go out all around us. Let me say that again. I want you to go back and read our verses. Knowing Christ as Saviour, we can depend on these things, faith, hope and love, as a sure foundation on which to build life, even if the lights go out around us. Even as the world comes in on us, we can trust him. And let me encourage you, as I do every time we meet, to be diligent with your Bible study time. So I want you to go back and read these verses. 
We're going to build on this for the rest of the year. Because God is so much more for us that we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him. And if you allow him, he will make you whole, spirit, soul, and body. And you're important to God. You probably wouldn't be watching or listening to this if you didn't think you were, but you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about and you need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. Let me encourage you, share these messages. Invite a friend to come and watch. Share the link with them because they're going to bless many, many people, but it's up to you to do something. And we're believing this year, we've seen it all year. 2022 has been a year of repentance and of blessings and we've still got a few months to go. So if you want to see some of those blessings flow in your life, it's time to start repenting. Until next time, stay in the blessings.